Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Here we are. It's Monday morning, or Monday lunchtime sort of thing. Uh, we didn't do any over the weekend because couldn't be asked, really. I know we said Fuck we were going to try and go seven days a week, but that got fucking boring quite quickly, didn't it? Yeah. So, um, there's so you, much you, we can I, see. I find myself quite busy. Like, it's weird, but mm. there's a new schedule and the kids are around all the time, which soaks up mm-hmm. a shitload of time. And before you know it, it's bedtime. What I, what I mean yep. is I get up in the morning, there's a few bits I like to do to keep some structure. So I'll do a bit of exercise mm-hmm. and then I'll do a bit of tidying, right? Mm. And then nice. and then if it's a weekday like today, there are still sort of emails to be dealt with and admin, etc. And then mm. next thing you know, and then, well, this homeschooling thing, mate, I don't know what way that's going to go, but I can tell <laughs> oh. you this now and I'll be honest. I'm always honest with you and with the Cunters. I'm not <laughs> fucking interested. <laughs> I'm not interested in any of it. Fuck it. I was going to get onto that quite quickly. Yeah, it's just started here this morning. And resistance levels from the pupil, because I've only got one, are quite high, let's right. say. Yeah. It's not what he wants to do. No. It's not uh, It's not FIFA how he understands the pandemic to play out. It's, it, it's, it's, not, it's not his current obsession with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which yeah. he's rattling through on Netflix oh, yeah, at the minute. Oh, yeah, we did that, yeah. Um, it, it's it's really you know yeah it's not his idea of a pandemic basically. Well, if he's watched so, any pandemic movies or any sort of you know dystopian <laughs> post apocalyptic movies, there was never shit yeah. about having to sit at home doing your homework. Um, no, the, the uh, we, a, a good prank that I heard of, I can't remember who said it on on Twitter, but I certainly used it on both of my kids um, last Friday. Was that I told them that the school had said they had to wear their uniform in normal <laughs> school hours. And because even when they were... This is, this is a nicked idea from Twitter, but it was like, I told them that the school had said, even when you're working from home, you are still representing the school. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do it? They really shat themselves about it. So the, yeah. the younger one, the boy, he was like, he looked... I mean, I had to tell him quickly because his little bottom lip went. He was so gutted. Mm. I thought he was going to cry. Oh, I shouldn't laugh, but... Because he's, he's, he's got his regular daytime rig wear. He's got his rig wear so, you know. and not much... In fact, his rig wear <laughs> is so like out of control that my wife had to do that thing of tricking him. And when he got in the shower, gra- grabbing his West Ham um, dressing gown <laughs> that he wears at all times and quickly putting it in the wash. And he was fucking livid. He was livid about it. <laughs> Luckily, it's made of such synthetic flammable material <laughs> that it dries in about like it, three seconds once it, it's out of the washing machine. It comes out of the washing machine dry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's fine. Uh, so he's back in it now, yeah. But that's a good <laughs> yeah. one. If you haven't done that on your kids already, just say you've received an email. And uh, mm. and if they go, well, I'm not sure that's fair, go, well, apparently, even Boris Johnson said it last night in his nightly yeah, statement. Well, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, so homeschooling, day one here. Um, it, it, it might work out. But I mean, he's going to get through it all in sort of three hours every day for, for the amount of work he's been given. Easy. It's not like it's a full school day or anything. I'll give him half an hour off while I do this. I mean, sake. I'm not. I can't. Listen, right. I'm not fucking sitting over them the whole time. My daughter's very, nah. very conscientious. She's just getting on with it, right? She actually quite mm. likes the structure that it gives her. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got to worry too much about her. The, the boy is going to be more of a challenge. But fucking hell. To be honest, I, like, I was asked to oversee it for a, a while this morning. But my <laughs> wife can't help herself. As soon as I started getting involved in a the match. good wife. Yeah. She, it gets competitive because, all right, yeah. fine, she's better at maths than me. I consider <laughs> myself better at English than her. I don't know whether she'd agree with that, but I... Well, you're Britain's top journalist, don't you? I'm of Britain's top journalist. Of I'm saying. a published author. I got, mate, yeah. I got an A in English at, in GCSE. I don't, wow. I don't think she did. I don't know what she got. Okay. I think she got a B. So, you know, I'm fucking good at it. But maths, you know, was never my strongest thing. Although, funnily enough, I enjoy much more helping out with maths than I do with English, probably because I wasn't, you know, naturally that good at it at school. But as you get mm. older... You kind of it's more it's fun, isn't it? You it can develop be fun. skills by osmosis, don't you? Because your brain just matures. Yeah, so I'm quite stuff. into helping, but I'm more like <clears> learning <throat> alongside them rather than teaching. Mm. But Beautiful. she can't help. So as soon as she hears me helping, she wants me to help. And if she hears me helping, she'll interfere and go, "Ah, oh, hang on a minute, no, that's not how it's done." I just, do you know what I do? I silently get up and walk away. Walk away. That's all you can do, mate. That's all you can do. That's going to be the the keystone of this pandemic. Getting up and walking away. The, 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 the po- people who the people are living small apartments mm. who don't have the space to walk away to are the yeah. ones who are going to suffer the most. I think. Well, I've been out for a long run this morning. I know that that's slightly against the um, rules, but I, you know, it's, I think it's all right because you keep three metres away from anyone while you're running. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm mm. quite careful to do that. If I see people, I run by the River Thames, if I see people coming along the towpath, I, I can Get use, in the Thames. I jump in the river and swim for a bit. It's fine. It's no problem at all. Okay, don't worry, mate. They go, yeah. but aren't you more likely to catch vials uh, disease or die from being in the river than you are from just running past a person? No, yeah. well... I'll take my own chances. I don't want to impose it on you. If I jump into this notoriously dangerous river, um, that's that's on me if I die, yeah. right? But I'm not endangering you or anyone's nan or the kiddies, so... Yeah, it's, 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 it's fine, mate. It's fine. It's, it's called a triathlon, right? What's oh, yeah. what I do? I run for a bit, then I get in the water for a bit, Have and a then the third one, third one is uh, Hop, a bow and arrow when I get home. Hopping yeah. and bow and arrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, but but you, it's important. I mean, I get out and you burn off a lot of energy, and you just have some time alone, man. I mean, mm. you know, I mean, who's to say that we're locked up here in our room, in our rigs, our personal rigs, doing the podcast? But who's to say that once this podcast is over in about twenty minutes' time, we might stay with the door shut? And then come down mm. two hours later and say that there was technical difficulties and oh, yeah, the podcast yeah. went on and on for ages we we did we did three or four episodes something like that yeah um, i mean me and the boy th- thinking about doing the running thing because i was doing it before christmas and i fell out of it a bit when we started doing the live shows yeah and i started drinking every night um and i'm 
you know, spring's coming and we need to get out and do a bit of exercise. Beautiful so if we go weather. somewhere safe and, yeah. and remote, I, I said to the boy, you know, yeah. we'll do that each day just to give ourselves a bit of a Very boost. Very good. Well, my my wife and my son this morning were doing the Joe Wicks thing. He's doing a live oh, yeah, PE a, lesson. Is it good? Every morning. It's fantastic. I, is it? I'm going to do it another day. I just came in from my run while they were starting it, so I wasn't really in the mood to do it. But I like Joe Wicks. I think he's a good bloke. Although I'm guessing he's the sort of bloke that you'd hate. But he is a good, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't see Andy's face now, <laughs> listeners. But we all know what Andy would think of Joe Wicks, right? But I, I'm a fan of his, and he's um, and he did it. And do you know what? There was uh, when when they were first on it this morning, eight hundred thousand people fucking tuned in live to his PE lesson. How how, how is he monetizing this, Sam? Well, yeah, that's what, exactly what I thought. I thought, why aren't we doing a fucking PE lesson? Do you do you have to do it live? Do you have to do it when Joe says you've got to do it, or can you like watch on catch up later on? And do I it think then? you can probably watch it on catch up. I think there's oh, something fun right, about then. the idea of doing it live regular time. I think it's nine, nine thirty every morning. Do you know what I mean? Right, and it's yeah. like everyone does it same time. I think things like that are going to be important, aren't yeah. they? Those communal things. I look at. I don't know a great deal about Joe Wicks. I, like you've just predicted there. My initial instinct him, yeah. is probably a cunt, but. Yeah. No. You know, I'd have to look into it properly, no, and I'll, I'll look into it positively. He's a really good player. Um, he he falls into the same category of someone else who I really love, and you think he's a cunt, which is uh, Jamie Oliver, because I think what they do yeah. is they use their powers for good. Mm. That's what I like yeah. about them. Jamie Oliver is doing a daily thing, isn't he, on Channel Four? Jamie's there you go, mate. Uh, fucking cheap, cheap old meals or something like that. Jamie's rig cook. That's what he should have Jamie's called it. Jamie's rig cook. Yeah, yeah. Someone rightly pointed uh, out on the Twitter that me and you and this podcast had basically been preparing everyone this for the, for this for the last 18 months <laughs> yeah. by constantly espousing the appeal of the rig life and just rest yeah. and don't fear love and all of yeah. our other things. I mean, this should, be, this should be boom time for our merchandise operation, right? Mm-hmm. I checked in on it yesterday and we hadn't had any sales in a couple of days, which is unusual. And Sam, I, stop you there. Yeah. Why would anyone be buying new clothes at this point? But lots of reasons. It's, it's true. Lots of reasons. Really? Yes. I wouldn't. One, you need plenty of fresh rig wear. And our gear right. is perfect rig wear because it's so comfortable, right? It's very modestly priced, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to need extra T-shirts and other stuff like that, comfortable things like hoodies and sweatshirts because that's all you're wearing around the house, right? And yeah. you need stuff that will be delivered reliably. And we've got the Latvians all over that. Um, that and it will be left on your doorstep. Uh, mm-hmm. We all know that the virus can't survive on surfaces like packaging on for very long. The, the virus can't survive on retail goods. No, correct. <laughs> Not from Latvia anyway. <laughs> the Latvians have got this virus com- totally under control. Uh, we, sprayed, the d- we sprayed. We sprayed. Virus is no problem <clears throat> to us. We sprayed down. <clears throat> Yes, I use this in war. It's very strong bleach disinfectant. We drink too. It's very good drink. We have at lunchtime. Then we spray on virus. Virus, fuck off, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off, pussy man virus. You, you see Latvia stats on news? No, exactly. No, we no virus clean. here. <laughs> but, um, you, we make good t-shirts. Fella- clean, no job. What about the poor cunt who's delivering it though? Who hands it over to you? Those are, the, the couriers are um, working they're all virus free as well, the clock. They? They're, they're, you know, <clears throat> they're, they're working hard. They're all taking precautions, all the delivery companies. You know, and that's good because, you know, fucking hell, we can't all be... Me and you are lucky. Most of the work that either of us do, 
you know, we we uh, it can be yeah, ring based, corn based. Yeah, I'm I getting mean, on to what you said. There's a charade in a lot of my work. There's a charade which yeah. now hopefully will be, a, 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 you know, exposed forever as just that that you have to fucking turn up and meet each other and you have to turn up at meetings or you have to go and do so. Mm. Fuck all of that, right? Yeah, that's what, finished now, yeah, that hopefully. Is, that is bollocks. I hated it anyway, getting up and out, and now we're proving to ourselves that it's not necessary. But the jobs that do need to be out and about, well, they're taking necessary cautions, precautions and they're still working. So anyone who watched the Ken Loach film, The World's Unluckiest Van Driver... <laughs> right, we'll know that it's a fucking disaster when you're in the old uh, delivery game if you can't work because they're all zero yeah. hours. So I say get stuff delivered, keep getting shit delivered, and, yeah. and get our stuff delivered. And the reason it would be a good time to visit our shop is look at all the things on there, it's everything you need. That our philosophy is expressed on all of our merchandise, and all of it is uh, more relevant now than ever before. You've got your, mm. you've got your just rest. Uh, mug and t-shirt right you've mm-hmm. got your rig life uh, mug and t-shirt you've got your don't fear love these are all our maxims that have really yeah. you know come yeah. now to all, fruition all available I've got store. my own mug yeah. that says welcome to hell and I'm having my coffee in that every morning it feels particularly pertinent now um, <laughs> so there's a bunch of stuff on there and and of course <clears> there is our most recent item which is Wojciech uh, eats tabs which I suppose yeah, the bear. it's quite inspirational, really, isn't it? Because when you think of Wojciech and everything he went through, uh, fighting in the war and then eating cigarettes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it, you mm. sort of think, well, if we, <clears throat> if we were all a bit more like Wojciech... Be then, more Wojciech. Exactly, yeah. be more Wojciech. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, getting back to the homeschooling, I think I might have set the bar quite low this morning in the first the first lesson, which was English. Mm. He's been asked to do write an eight draw sorry an eight panel uh thing of the jungle book mm-hmm. with the main stories from yeah. the, ju- the the main plots from the jungle book and yeah. he'd done the first one and he went what do you think and i went could you have tried a bit Shit. harder <laughs> and he went he went i've tried i've tried as hard as i can really and i went yeah and then i said to be fair no one's going to see any of this stuff no so Who's checking uh, it? he now you? knows he na- yeah it's not going to get checked it's not going to get marked you yeah know, listen it's, i'm it's the only just... can't checking this and i couldn't give a fuck mate yeah he knows that now, so he's won the psychological war already. Mm. That's day one. Uh, so. I said to Len on we were we were we he came for a run with me at the weekend, and we were by the river. And I said, "Look how beautiful it is today, because it is really beautiful out there." I mean, mm. it's a shame because we've just got into. It's always my favourite point of the year. I think when spring is first sprung, mate. Just well, everyone feels the same because they all went out at the weekend. Yeah, I've cunts. seen pictures of people everywhere. Absolutely, Snowdonia and I think it's markets in London. I mean, it's, it's London's quite bad, isn't it? Uh, it seems to be. That, that's I don't know if that comes as a surprise to you, but it feels that now well, there's evidence that London might be the m- most selfish cunt area. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. It's not for me to say because I haven't been a part of it all over the weekend. Well, but, I yeah, didn't see it looks around like my that. way, but I think in the centre of town there was lots of gatherings. I mean, my mate. Becky, the doctor, she is she's out and about and she is exhausted and stressed and is mm. sending us a lot of messages of advice and stuff like that. But she is steer fucking, the fuck in. Yeah, is that and her she is fucking livid, honestly. And I she bet. is one of the most sort of stable um, and rational people I know. She's not she's not quick tempered or volatile one way or the other. Mm. Like most doctors, she's a very senior doctor in a London hospital. 
she is fucking fuming about the people. Mm. She said last night, I'm on this fucking group. She went, I'm on this fucking group of uh, of um, middle-class mums from the school, and they're all fucking... Bear in mind, she's a consultant doctor. They're all fucking moaning about how they can't fucking... She is a, from my West Ham mates, though, so she's got a bit, <laughs> yeah. bit of something about her. And she goes, they're all fucking... She goes... <clears throat> They're all fucking moaning that they can't do their boot camp up in the park. I felt like saying, <laughs> try doing fucking boot camp on a ventilator, you cunts. <laughs> oh, six feet under. Uh, oh. So she's obviously uh, achieved legend status during this crisis. Anyway, yeah. I, was, I was out in Len and I go, um, oh, uh, do you know what we should do, mate? Look at this. It's beautiful. Look at spring has sprung. Look at the sunshine dappled on the Thames. Hear the birds singing. I said, ah. You know what I've got at home? I've got that bird watching book I bought um, at New Year. Ooh, I bought a bird watch because I wanted to get into bird watching this year because mm-hmm. I live, as you know, near the London Wetland Centre, which <clears> is a bird, which is a twitcher's hotspot. So I thought, <laughs> twitcher's paradise, isn't it? I've got, yeah. I've got all these. I've got every twitching opportunity in the world. I've got a fucking. This is the year I've got a bloody cash in on it. So I, I, Central, I, I bought it? this book from the wetlands, but I hadn't yet taken the time to go out and do it. So I said to Len, wouldn't it be wonderful during this period? Why don't we start bird watching? And he went, he's a big animal fan, so I thought it might mean to. He went, no way. Really, really immediate. No Whoa. way. And I said, why not? Why not, mate? I said, well, you think it's boring? He went, it's not that. He went, I, d- I actually think it's cruel. I said, do you think well, bird, watching, birds? bird watching's cruel? <laughs> why? You're only watching them. He went, what are you doing? <laughs> Is using them for entertainment without any payment. <laughs> Exploiting them. <laughs> yeah, that's what he reckons. I went, what do you mean? What am I supposed to play, Mum? I put bird feed out in the garden. He goes, how do you yeah. know they want that? They might want money for other things. I was like, this is ridiculous. It's money. <laughs> bird watching isn't cruel. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. It's his point of view, but the same time, that's bullshit. Jalapeño. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. Talking about different hobbies, I, uh, I did a bit of panic buying yesterday. Oh, yeah. Don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, oh, yeah, I, I panicked yeah. I, I panic bought a load of jigsaws, Sam. Yeah. I'm I... massively into jigsaws all of a sudden. Yeah, where did you get them from? eBay. Uh, okay. Amazon haven't got any. Argos haven't got any. I ended up on eBay Everyone and I've got a load down. on eBay. Yeah. And WH Smith, I've got loads by the looks of it. So that's I where nearly, you want to go I, if you want to get some. I nearly panic bought a chest freezer 
And then luckily my yeah. wife was like, what the fuck are you doing? But the thing mm. is, it's this herd mentality. Because I thought, oh, I wonder if I get a, a chest freezer, which I now realise is a complete fucking folly. And I'm a man who, as you know, is addicted to Instagram novelty purchases. Yeah. And they're really expensive. But the thing that got me going was I idly Googled them. And the moment at which I realised every major retailer in the land had completely sold out of chest freezers yeah. was the moment I thought, I've got to get a chest freezer. <laughs> Which is, thank God she fucking saw what I was up to and intervened because, I mean, well, let's not go into yeah. it. But jigsaws are a much better investment. Yeah. What what ones so. did you get? What pictures have you got? Uh, I've got, well, I'm trying to get the kids involved as well. So I've got one that's got a couple of puppies on. I've got some with two kittens in a teapot. Uh, I've got, what else have I got? Uh, I've got a lovely sort of village scene with some hot air balloons flying over. I've got some Disney ones. Again, oh, yeah. keep the kids involved. Um, so they're all coming. They I haven't got them yet. They're all coming over the next week or so. The Disney ones are coming in the first week of April, so hopefully what, I'll, I'll finish Disney the other ones. What Disney characters have you got? It's a collection. It's a collection I'm, of all um, the Disney characters together. I think I've discussed with you before, but I'm a, a massive, massive Disney fan. I would say I was a yeah. Disney super fan. And yeah. we are... Disney freak. Yeah. And I'm we're using the time, me and the kids, by doing a Disney marathon over... The days. Are you? Yeah, nice. I've assembled my top Disney ten. Have you got Disney Plus? Have you got Disney Plus? Well, yeah, it doesn't start till tomorrow, I don't think. Oh, has it not started yet? Yeah. All right, then. Are you and then we'll get be it, watching The Mandalorian. But I'm talking more about the classic princess cartoons, etc. Right, yeah. Um, that's what I'm a big fan of. So, Well, they're all on there as well, aren't they? All the films are going to be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's all watched, there, isn't it? On Friday, we watched um, Pocahontas, which is mm-hmm. fucking great. Um, Did I tell you about the time I met Pocahontas at no. Disney Disney World Florida? What happened? You know when you queue up and yeah, you meet they the characters. And, and it's, yeah. you, it's usually someone in a big suit. Yeah, but, but not this, when it's this, a this was this oh, was no. human Pocahontas. Oh, oh man, Sam, fucking fucking that's almost hell. the worst one to meet because she's oh, got hardly pro- any fucking clothes on. Yeah, yeah, and it's really hot over there as well. I was properly triggered. I think oh, that might be the last yeah. time I was triggered. Twenty fourteen. Just, just thinking about. I mean, yeah, I have to be careful. If you're talking about like the fittest. Um, Disney princesses, she probably remains number one. It's almost obvious it's, to it's say. It's got to be her, the, her the best Ariel. film. The best film, in my opinion, I think it's one of the greatest films ever made, and certainly one of the funniest is Snow White. I would gladly mm. do a. I don't know if I'd ever convince you, so I've never pr- proposed it. No, you've, tr- you've tried before. You've I mentioned would, it before. I would love to mm. do a deep dive on Snow White because that film is a comic <laughs> masterpiece, right? From beginning to end, it's quite a short film. And quite yeah. aside from all the things you know about, like the the, the fucking animation that was made in the 1930s is absolutely, it's, it's sumptuous, as John mm. Fashionu might have said in in Footballer Special, come dine with me. <laughs> right? It's it's sumptuous, but the, it is so funny, right, the shit that right. happens. But what's really funny, we were talking about the other day, is that, like, you can't, if you do your list of fittest um, Disney princesses, which we we've, we've all done, We've all, we've all done. Um, so you cannot just inc- update it regularly. You yeah. cannot include her because she's only supposed to be 14, right? Oh, right, okay. But that prince, right, he's supposed yeah. to be like 28 or something, right? Mm. And and he, he... And, I mean, so straight away this whole thing's fucking mad. But don't forget, spoiler alert, at the end, she's fucking dead, right? Mm. Dead, in nice the middle of a fucking forest, right? In a fucking glass box in yeah. some woods. 
dead, a dead 14-year-old girl surrounded mm-hmm. by a bunch of fucking dwarfs, right? Yeah. This cunt it just happens to be riding past, sees it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, if you're fucking riding along on your horse, right, because I know you've got that horse on your estate, right, so you might yeah. have taken it out for a ride. You're going through some woods and you see a corpse surrounded by dwarfs. You're like, fuck box. this, and you just kick the horse, you go, giddy up, let's get the fuck out of here, this is weird. Yeah. This cunt stops the horse, gets off, says, excuse me, to the dwarfs, pushes through them, goes up and kisses the fucking corpse. Now... Mm. As it happens, that revives you and comes back to life. But he had no way of knowing that was going to happen. No, as far as he put, was concerned, he just wanted he? to kiss a child's corpse, the fucking yeah. sick cunt. Yeah, it got lucky or unlucky, depends on where you look at it. Yeah, no, he got revived. Like, now, now you're fucking saddled with a 14-year-old bride who was dead yeah. a minute ago. So good luck to Everyone. you, mate. Everyone's going to know how she came back to life and everyone's yeah. going to be talking about her, you hey, fucking hey, sick cunt. you married that Snow White. I thought she <laughs> were dead. Yeah, she was. So well, what I'll happened then? Well, uh, 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 well, it's complicated, but it's to do with true love's kiss. What? <laughs> well, basically, uh, uh, she were in the woods. The dwarfs had hold of her corpse, right? Well, were they buried it? No. Funnily enough, they weren't. They just put it in a glass box on a table. Just and just having a look at it. Fucking standing around staring at it. So I've seen it, and I don't know. To this day, I can't tell you what I was thinking. Right, what came over me? But something <laughs> came over me. Next thing I've got off the horse, I've gone over and I've kissed it, right, just to see what it were like. I wonder what it, We've all wondered what it was like to kiss a child's corpse. Don't pretend you haven't, you judgy cunt, right? So I've kissed it. Next thing I know, bang, she's alive. Bang. She's alive right? again. Come back to life. <laughs> and she's gone, that was true love's kiss, and that means that me and you are getting married. You've got no choice in the matter. So that's the story of how we got together. I'm yeah. not saying it's I mean, not weird. You know, it's 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 different laws in different states. Jerry Lee Lewis, he married his cousin <laughs> when she was 13, you know, and everyone seemed to be all right with that. So you know, it's, it's on the cusp, I think. It's on the cusp. I mean, put it this way, right? I'm telling you because you're a mate, right? But I'm not going to be fucking broadcasting this far and wide because there's always some judgy cunts who want to come and make trouble for you. <laughs> Um, I'm fully expecting someone to paint some kind of slogan on the side of my horse <laughs> at some point, nonce or something like that. Now, I think as for the dwarfs, I think I've got them on side, right? I think I've got them on side because a lot of them, well, you know what dwarfs are like. They're fucking weird right from the beginning. Let's just say there's, there's a code of silence between me and the dwarfs because <laughs> yeah. we're all in it together, basically. Yeah, because they've got a few fucking skeletons in their cupboard as well. <laughs> You know what they all do for a job, don't you? They all work in a fucking diamond mine, so they're minted. So, for a start, fuck knows why they all live together in that tiny fucking house in the woods. They could even, they could afford their own fucking massive rig each. They're fucking diamond miners by trade. <laughs> and they don't seem to have a boss. It seems to be their fucking mine. They work so... for themselves. It's a cooperative, you know. They've all got shares in it, I think. I don't know. Doc seems to be... Like first among equals sort of thing, but De facto I don't know. Leader. I don't know if he's the majority shareholder or they just sort of like he's the foreman, so to speak. Yeah, probably elected. I hope so. Anyway, I think um, I'm sure the listeners are agreeing with this right now, but I think we should start the Snow White Odyssey oh, later this definitely. week. Because, just because I think Michael Owens ran out of steam pretty much. So. I haven't even mentioned the funniest bits in it, and I won't well, even tell you because I want you to see just it. see it and see. Uh, in terms of other viewing stuff, I just want—I really wanted to say this. Um, mm. I watched the 1982 FIFA World Cup film, narrated mm. by Sean Connery, and mm-hmm. 
it had such an impact on me that, Oof. and this is not an exaggeration, it, these films, these FIFA films are so incredible, right? Mm. And that one that I've been going on about, The World's Greatest Goals, which is effectively a compilation, it's the same style. It's the way that they're made. It's so, mm. it's so incredible, right? It's, it's like, cinematic, isn't it? It's cinematic, and it's not just the richness of the, of the film. But it's it's the way it's made. It's not just like it's like art cinema in a way, because mm. they're directed in this way where they kind of just dwell on things that are seemingly strange or inconsequential. Like yeah. they will dwell on a, a you know it's almost like um like there there'll be a really important moment in a game, but the the shot will suddenly change away from the action to one face in the crowd. And you'll yeah. never see the goal, or maybe they'll show the goal much later in a callback, but you'll only see the goal through the eyes and the expressions of a fan or a manager or a, yeah. or a ball boy. Yeah. Weird shit like that. So it's sort of weird and arty, but not in a pretentious way that puts you off. It it engages you in football in a whole mm. new way. Um, and there's also, obviously, nostalgia. R- Rick Wakeman provides the music for the 1982 one. And nice. and it's really like it, it reminds me a little bit of John Carpenter because it's a similar sort of like you know synthy electronic vibe, and it's very very emotive. And Sean, I mean you know basically <clears throat> you've got a classic World Cup being narrated by James Bond and fucking soundtracked by Rick Wakeman. I mean it's amazing. And you've got Maradona and Platini and Paolo Rossi and Rummenigge. And Brian Robson, it like it, as a youngster playing for England, is fucking phenomenal, right? Anyway, the whole thing—I ch- I could have watched any of them. Obviously, they're all up there on Amazon, as you'd alerted us to. And I decided '82 because I was seven in '82, and so I have only vague memories of that World Cup. Yeah, very—I wasn't bang into football, but I was very aware of it, and everyone watching it in the house, and everyone talking about it. And I—I'm not—I'm not kidding. I had this sort of like tingle from there was a moment about ten minutes in where. Just them showing, they show the, they don't just show the games, they show like in and around the fans and the streets and stuff like that. Mm. And the music, the commentary and all the rest of it, I got this tingle and I almost, very almost, and I'm serious here, Andy, right? I sort of almost welled up. I kind of felt yeah. my, my tear ducts tingling like, I, and I didn't know why. And I can't even tell you the exact moment, but I suddenly felt like I was going to cry. Maybe it's because of the high emotions of, of the situation we're all living <clears> in at the moment, but I wasn't sad. I just sort of had this rush of kind of nostalgia and emotion and love for what I was watching. And and it just, yeah, I just practically cried from watching it. And I thought, it's all... And also, I often talk about how I can't be triggered. And this was like pornography because it's everything you love all at once. And you could just watch it and watch it and watch it. <laughs> it's like pornography. It was like pornography to me. That's what I thought. I thought, this is like pornography. Not that I've often cried watching <clears throat> pornography. But as a matter of fact, as I think I've said, I, I, don't, I have no interest in pornography. I don't, don't watch the stuff, not interested. Of course, of course not. No, no I, don't, I don't. I'm not judging those who do. And I did when I was younger, I suppose. But it's just not something that interests me. But I, this was thrilling and I can't recommend it enough and also the script is hilarious at times Sean Connery just a couple of bits I remember is when Italy go forward in their final he, he I can't remember the Italian sweeper he goes the magnificent sweeper makes it so I'm doing it like Alex Ferguson now he goes he comes That's up fine. from the back and he goes he waits for his moment 
like a matador stalking a bull. <laughs> I think all these scripts as well in these were written by Brian Glanville. I well, think. They, they're all very similar, and they all have yeah. little flourishes like that. Like yeah, a matador. I think I've Brian Glanville wrote them all. Like a matador stalking yeah. a bull. Like a matador stalking a bull. That's what he says. And then he goes, at the end, he goes, the Spanish. And he keeps making little Glanville-esque xenophobic digs at the <laughs> um, at the country it's hosted in. So yeah. he's having a dig at Spain all the way through, the Spanish yeah. authorities. He goes, the Italians go wild. The Spanish police, ch- charmless to the last, try to stop the celebrations. <laughs> charmless to the last. <laughs> Amazing. things on the... Couple of things on the back of that. Um, mm. Someone on Twitter alerted me to the fact that the 1982 World Cup best match, mm. maybe best match ever, mm. Italy versus Brazil, is available on YouTube in its entirety. I think I might have seen that tweet, and that's why I decided to watch 82 first. And mm. they obviously cover that game extensively. And yeah. when you come away from this, you do think it's such a shame, such a tragedy that the final in 82 was not France versus Wasn't Brazil. That- no, yeah, no, not just people say oh, it's a shame Brazil didn't get to final, but it was also a terrible tragedy at France, especially yeah. after the Germans were such shithouses in those days. I mean, yeah. you know, that Schumacher challenge on Batistan, stuff like that. It was just, it was just, was it Batistan or Duress? I can't remember if it was Batistan. Yeah, it was Batistan, yeah. And it was, and it's like so disgraceful because also Italy, although it's great and everyone remembers Tardelli and Paolo Rossi and all of that, you know, those fantastic things. Really, the final that year, two of the greatest teams of all time. And it would have been the most epic final ever, mm. France versus Brazil, but it weren't to be. That's World Cups for you. That's what it happens. Is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other thing, the best moment in all of those films comes in the 1974 one. I right. think it's during the final itself, where you see uh, a spectator in the crowd with the biggest cigar you will ever oh. see. So or have you watched a lot of these recently? I watched a lot of them in, I think it was 2018 when BBC Two showed them all on a Saturday right. morning. Right. So I've seen them all fairly recently, but, I, you know, there's, I haven't got much time. Like you were saying earlier, yeah, I'm weird. busier than ever. We're doing these. There's the homeschooling mm. thing going on. Yeah. I did a mince with Bob yesterday. We've realised we can do them from home now, so we're going to yeah. do more minces than we would have done, yeah. you know, if we were doing them in London. Yeah. So I'm fucking snowed under, but I'll yeah, try and get weird. as many of these watched. Yeah. So that's the other thing. And my TV tip is starting BBC Four tonight, eleven o'clock. Is the um, Made in America, the O.J. Simpson story documentary oh, series? Fantastic. That's on again. Get so involved good. in that. If you haven't seen that, what's good is you can watch that, and then you can watch the um, People versus O.J. Simpson. Versus, I haven't watched that yet. My daughter oh. keeps telling me to watch it, but I haven't you know seen what? it yet. I did it the other way around. I watched the People versus O.J. Simpson, and then right. watched documentary, which is a, also a really good way round to do it. Because, mm. you, in fact, it's almost better because you watch the dramatisation you think, what an amazing story, and you're buzzing off it. But then you've got this super long documentary. It runs about eight hours, I think. That Something like that, yeah. yeah. Right, and you and you watch that, and it's, and it's mind-blowing because you've seen all these characters played by famous actors like John Travolta and David Schwimmer. Um, and then you see the real guys and what yeah. that's like. And it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So that's on. What I would say is, if you don't follow us on Twitter already, do so with TF Time Machine on Twitter, and we'll tweet out things that we think you, you might want to watch and keep yourself amused with during Activities this. Activities um, for you to do. Yes, we will be the camp leaders of yeah. this whole pa- pandemic. We're going to start doing little makes out of stuff you find around the house, <laughs> like things you can make with yogurt pots and stuff like that. Are we? Okay, <laughs> right. 
Um, I'll tell you what, we'll leave it there because uh, that we've we've done our, uh, a lot of time for this episode. Good. Well, we'll be back uh, tomorrow, I won't still, we? I still need to hear your incident with the neighbours from across the road. We haven't had that yet. Oh, my God, have I not told you that yet? No, I was, was going right, to get you to tell us that tomorrow. today. Mm. But, you know, we've got all the time in the world, Sam. We sure have. So, back tomorrow with more. Thanks for listening, everyone. TTFN. Stay indoors. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.